Hey everybody, welcome to Life Awakening. Let's talk about it. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Ghost Kelly Tammy, out here in beautiful San Diego, California. Thank you so much for showing up and showing out every week like you always do. You guys have no idea how much I love and appreciate you. That's the main reason I do this podcast is because I know you guys are looking for something awesome each and every week. And my ultimate goal is to give you some tangible tips and tools so that you can make your life better each and every single week. So this week is going to be super amazing because you guys are not going to get only one podcast from me. You are going to get several. Uh, We are literally 10 days away. There's 11. July 4th. Today is the, today is the 23rd. So we got seven plus four. We got 11 days until the actual official launch of my book on Amazon. I am so freaking excited about this, guys. You have no idea. Like, no, I don't know. You might, because that's all I keep talking about is my book launching. So, uh, but what I'm going to do, like today is going to be our normal podcast, but you're going to get a bunch of bonus podcasts because I'm going to do a seven-day podcast blast. And so that is going to start on the 27th, which is just in four days, and I'm going to do a podcast every single day up until launch day. Uh, I'm going to be reading a couple of two, maybe three chapters of the book, possibly even four. And we'll just see how I feel about it Uh, when I'm going through there telling you guys, you know, about the the self-publishing journey, what it took to create the book. And I know you guys have heard, you know, bits and pieces of it as I have gone along. But um, like I want to get in depth and, and show, you know, really just share with you guys what it took for me to to put my book together and and like this is my baby man and I've just put it out for the world to see and I'm super excited about that you know one dream has come true that's becoming a published author check that off in the box and it's it's a win the next dream is to become Amazon bestseller so in order for that to happen I have to like flood in a bunch of sales on July 4th so I have put together a couple of little uh contests or giveaways in order to make that happen so uh, and I'll be talking more about exactly what that is uh, later on in the week probably on the 27th I'll go in depth into the giveaway but I'll, I'll give you a little sneak peek right now is that if the the stipulation for the big prize is that I hit bestseller and so you know looking at the numbers and all the research and stuff I've done I'm gonna have to get 2,500 sales or more paperback sales or more on July 4th in order for me to hit bestseller. So what I'm doing is I'm putting together a little contest. If I hit bestseller, there's going to be a trip giveaway by me. And so uh, of course, there'll be rules and steps that you have to follow and all that kind of good stuff. And I'll get more in detail with that, with what that is. I want to leave you. Yes, that is the cliffhanger right there. <laughs> that Tammy is going to give away a trip if she hits bestseller. And that's, that trip is for the people that buy the book, post my book on their social media, hashtag Callie Tammy, hashtag Dear Victim It's Time, and tag two people. And so all of those people go on a drawing and the winner will be announced. I've still got to set that date, but I'm still trying to nail down. I'm looking at like three different places right now, so I'm nailing down all the the final details. That's why I'm not going to go too much more into it other than that, but 
like I said, the stipulation is if I hit bestseller on July 4th, somebody's going on a weekend trip with me. So that's what that looks like. Sit down and, and grab a seat and, and let's uh, get this party started. <laughs> I, I'm sitting outside today because it is like beautiful outside. It's the perfect temperature. Uh, it's the sun's out and there's enough of a, a cloud cover where, you know, I'm not going to sit here and fry in the sun while I'm doing this podcast. But I, uh, I wanted to talk to you guys today about sitting on the sidelines of life and just existing. And so the title of this podcast today is called Flatliners. So you remember there used to be a movie, or used to be, there, there's an older movie that's out and it was called Flatliners. And, you know, where they would, I think it had, it had Kiefer Sutherland in it. And I can't remember who else was in there, but I know Kiefer Sutherland was in it. And it's where they would put themselves to sleep and, and flatline. And then they would bring them back. And then all this crazy stuff started happening when they brought them back. What if you're flatlining in life, walking around every day? Like you have no dreams, no goals, no ambition. You get up, you go to work, you come home, you watch TV, you go to bed and you do the same thing over and over and over again. Like you don't even get excited for anybody else's wins. Like you see them doing something phenomenal. You see them publish a book. You see them uh, win a tournament. You see them start a business. You see them have a successful business. You see them buy a new car. You see you know, whatever somebody else's win is, you can't even celebrate their win with them because you're so in your rut. You're so in your flatline. You know what I mean? You're just in that existence of life and, and there's nothing that's exciting you anymore. Like, what sets your soul on fire, man? Like, are, are you okay just getting up and going to work every day? And then you come home and you sit in front of the TV and do nothing. Go to bed, get up, go to work, come home, watch TV, do nothing. Get up, go to work, come home, watch TV, do nothing. Get up, go to work, come home, watch TV, do nothing. On the weekends, you're watching Netflix or might go to the beach, but you don't do anything else. Like there's no, no excitement in your life. You're just doing the same thing over and over and over again. You have no drive. You have no desire to do anything else. Like, is, is that fun? Like, is that, a, is that fun for you? Like, does that, does that make you excited for your future? Like, what, is, what does retirement look like for you? Have you thought about that? Like, are you, are you living for a vacation because the reality that you've created sucks so bad? Because you get up at, like, are you at a job that pays you just enough money not to quit? And you do just enough work not to get fired? And at the end of the month, you got just enough money left over to buy you a six-pack? Or whatever that looks like? Like, is that, is that where you're at? So I, I was, and the reason this, this even came up is because I was talking to my friend Vanna, and I know she listens to my podcast. Hey, Vanna, I love you. And, and we were talking about that. She was, you know, she was asking me about my, um, about my book signing. I had my very first book signing at my gym on this past Saturday, and it was super awesome, a lot of fun. And, you know, there, I, I've been telling everybody about my book and, you know, all the processes and about the hike and, uh, you know, what it took to actually get the book cover and so on and so forth. And, you know, I had, uh, I had a lot of people say, Oh, I'm going to be here for your, for your book sign in. I can't wait to support you. Da, 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 da. And, you know, I had maybe 10, 12 people show up 
which is great, you know, because I've heard horror stories of doing a book signing and nobody shows up. And, you know, and you've got to think about it, too. I'm at a gym. You're not there looking for a book. <laughs> You're there to work out. So, but it's also the place that I've, that's been my home for the last 18 months because that's where I've been working. That's where I train people. Uh, and I've made a lot of friends and, and even people that aren't my clients, I, I've made a lot of uh, good quality friends out of that gym. So uh, before we get any deeper into this, let's take a minute and listen to my sponsors for this week. And we will be right back with Flatliners. All right, welcome back to the show, everybody. So I just want to let you know I am sitting out in my backyard. And so the highway is like right behind me. So you may hear some cars or some motorcycles speed by. Uh, I will try to edit as much of that out of here as I can, but like it's just too beautiful not to be outside today. And I just want to breathe in this fresh air and sit by the pool and, and all that kind of good stuff. So thank you for coming back to, to finish up listening to my podcast today, which is called, I, in the intro I said flatliners, but it's, you know, are you a flatliner? Like, like for real, like you need to ask yourself that, am I a flatliner? So what do I mean by flatliner? I kind of started describing it in the intro, but I, I want to get a little bit more in depth with this. You know, me and my friend Vanna, as I said, we were talking and she was saying, you know, you know, who all came out and supported you? Did everybody show up? Da, 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 da. And I really had to sit there and think about that. You know, I had 10 to 12 people show up for my, for my very first book signing. And, and which was awesome. Like I, I, as I said, I've heard horror stories about like people go to book signings and not one person shows up, you know? Um, now at my expectation at my book signing was that I would have a few people that would actually show up. And that's because number one, it was in a gym. You know what I mean? You don't go to the gym to look for a book to buy. You go to a gym to work out if you go to the gym to socialize with your friends or that's what a lot of people do they do more socializing than they do work out but that's the primary goal is to work out and, and do whatever now I do see people that sit on the, the elliptical or stand on the elliptical or sit on the, the bikes and they do read their books while they're doing their cardio great I've seen some people like run on a treadmill while they're reading a book how in the hell you are coordinated to do that I high five man like I'm just gonna bow down because it cannot be me like I have to be stationary <laughs> when I'm reading uh, reading a book but you know she was asking me like who all showed up and did everybody that said they were gonna show up show up and I was like no I was like there were some people that said they were gonna come but uh and some said that they might that they had some things going on that they would try to you know try to get there and uh, I had planned on doing a second book signing because you know typically I'm not at the gym on Saturday, except for like way early. I'm, I'm normally there between 6.45 in the morning and seven o'clock because my first client is at seven and that's Kathy and um, she's freaking awesome. And so she had bought a book off my website. So I just hand delivered hers with her autograph and stuff in it. So I hope she's enjoying it this weekend and, and I can't wait to hear her, um, hear her feedback about the book. But, you know, so, I the 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 book signing was at 11 a.m. 99.99% of the time I am nowhere to be found in that gym at 11 a.m. So the people that come in there at 11 a.m. 99.9% of the time unless they come during the week at the times that I'm there are not going to know who I am. 
So I, I realized that I had made a couple of rookie errors in the fact that when I made my poster for the book signing, I did not put a headshot of myself on there so that they could see that I was a personal trainer from that gym, that I wasn't just some random author coming in there and trying to sell books. Now, I did leave my name tag on. It said master personal trainer that was there and, you know, did all of that. So, you know, they could see, oh, you work here. This is your book. That's cool. So, the, you know, a couple of people that didn't know me that came by and was asking me about the book and the process and what it was about, you know, they went ahead and bought a book, which was great. It was, was super, super awesome. And so that was very, very flattering to me. That was very inspirational to me. And, you know, then I had a couple of people that, that, um, they've been looking forward to this day for weeks now. And so Ashley, one of the other trainers at the gym, she showed up, she brought a dozen, she brought this big bouquet of mixed flowers, pink and purple, some of my favorite colors. And then another one of, um, the members at the gym, she's not one of my clients. She's a former personal trainer that used to work at a different 24 hour fitness. She brought me a dozen roses and then she took me to lunch. We went and had sushi and champagne to celebrate you know, my book being published, it was just like, we had this great conversation. And, you know, so she got some really great one-on-one -on -one time with me to ask me, you know, you know, bits and pieces about the book, how it came together. And, you know, cause we've just seen each other briefly in the gym and, you know, had, had some, you know, pretty key conversations, but she didn't know the, the whole story. So she was asking me questions. She said, is that in the book? And I was like, yes. And she was like, is that in the book? Yes. Is that in the book? No, this is behind the scenes, not in the book, but this is what leads up to this part in the book so she got a lot of details and was asking me you know a lot of questions on you know how it came together how it felt how long it took me and you know why it took me as long as it did and you know so it was it was kind of like an interview and it was great and I love that and um it, it's just amazing to me that people who don't really know you are so interested in celebrating your wins and then you've got somebody that knows you really well and it's like ah, congratulations good job and then they just go on with their non-existent life and like that's for real that's a that, that's a real life scenario like so and one of the other girls at the at the gym Faye she's awesome man she comes out she likes to lift heavy like I do she's got the cutest little boy and the you know there was a guy in the gym that said ultimate goal is to have quads like hers and so he was talking about Faye and I was like I was like we got some quad jealousy going on and he was like hell yeah I was like you got to eat more and lift heavy dude <laughs> so you know that was just a fun conversation and she came up and she hugged my neck and we took pictures and you know pictures with her son and and she's just like, she's like, I'm so freaking excited about for you. And, you know, she read the back of the book. She was like, oh, my God, this is giving me chills. And then another one of the trainers, Kim, she's a, she's absolutely adorable. Uh, she she was the first one to get a book. And, you know, so it was it was just great. And I wrote something very personal for each one of those people on the inside of the book, like thanking them. And, you know, so it, it was awesome to see these people just rally around me and say, Tammy, like, this is awesome. I'm so proud of you. You inspire me. And, um, 
like I really take that stuff to heart. You guys have no idea how much it means to me that number one, that you support me. Number two, that you want to read my book and you're excited to read it. But then when you, you come back and you tell me like, oh my God, I got this out of your book. This part made me cry. This part I was laughing with you. This part made me mad as hell. You know what I mean? Or like I got that this was my favorite page in the book or this was my, my favorite quote out of the book. Like those things mean so much to me and to like everybody that's that's reviewed it on Amazon so far has said, I can't put the book down. Like they read it in less than 48 hours, which to me, that's like the best compliment that an author can get. And so I, I, I wanted to share like all of these people. So me and Faye met, a, oh, right around Christmas time, I think. Um, I've seen her in the gym several times, but you know, we haven't really talked a whole lot until after Christmas and really over the last two or three weeks or so and we were talking about you know uh, I'm training one of the other girls at the gym and she wants to look like Faye and uh, so she told Faye about my book and she was like oh my god let me know and you know I definitely want to get it and all this other kind of stuff and you know like I said Marianne she's the one that brought me the roses you know we we see each other at different times and you know it's just hey how you doing and when I got the books in the other day I brought one to the gym and I went and showed it to her and she just like tackled me and gave me this great big huge hug in the gym and you know it's just it's amazing to see these because these aren't people that I talk to all the time and they're like over the moon excited about the book and then I have somebody somebody's that I am super close with that I see every single day, have conversations with every single day. And they're like, oh yeah, that's cool. Like literally that was their response. And I'm like, interesting. You know, I, I, and at first I, I had to catch myself. I wanted to kind of get like caught up in that, like they don't even care kind of thing. But like, it's not, it's not their job to care about my wins. It's really not. And I, and I want to say that again, it's not anybody else's job to care about your wins. It's not anybody else's job to care about my wins. I do what I do because I know it'll inspire somebody and I, or I hope that it will inspire somebody. And I do what I do because I know that by sharing my story and being so transparent with it, that it will help somebody else or lots of somebody else's to move forward in their life and get rid of the stigma of they're not good enough or they came from the wrong side of the tracks or they can't because they don't have the money or they don't have this you know whatever whatever that looks like whatever excuse that they're using whatever their their inner victim is that they're using to say that they can't do something but it was like I said I and when I sat down and I was having this conversation with with Vanna I realized that the difference between the people that was celebrating me are people that are secure in their their life and they're just happy in general and they set their own goals and they have things that they want to do and they they live life outwardly and then the people that were just like oh yeah that's cool that's nice you know there's no excitement in their life and when I mean there's no excitement in their life like there's no excitement everything is very everything's very quiet everything's very mundane there's they they have they do what i said in the in the introduction they go to work they get up go to work in the morning they come home they eat dinner they watch tv they go to bed they get up they go to work they eat dinner they come home they watch tv like it's the it's their constant cycle and then on the weekends they don't go to work but they 
you know, they might get outside and, you know, ride bikes, go hiking or whatever, but they do, they have no ambition to do anything different other than what they're doing. Absolutely none. They, they, and a lot of times they're sitting at home watching, watching TV on the weekends. Might go catch a movie, but there's no, they have no goals. They have no excitement for life. They have no, they're just flatlining, man. They're living on the sidelines of life. They don't, you know, I, I, I don't know how else to put that. It's, I remember those times when I had no excitement for life, like zero excitement for life. And that zero excitement for life almost took my life. Like I would get up, I would go to work every day, I would come home, I would eat, I would watch TV and I would go to bed. Like that was, that was all I had. And that led to the drugs and the alcohol and the partying on the weekends because I wanted to be numb. Like my, my brain was already numb from all the damn TV and shit I was watching. But like I hated, I, I wasn't in a relationship and, and at that point in time I needed to be in a relationship because I needed to feel loved. I felt like I was, I was the epitome of my previous podcast of single's not a status, it's a word. I, I looked at single as a status. I felt like if I was not in a relationship, then I was not loved or I was not lovable or I was not good enough to be loved or lovable or I was not good enough to be in a relationship that there was something wrong with me. And I had to, I had to break that stigma. I had to break out of the flatliner life. You know what I mean? Like you can, you can just exist in this life or you can create whatever kind of life it is that you want. Like I'm doing more today, like every day of my life, I'm doing more. I do more in a day than the people I was just talking about doing an entire year. Like for real, like I, I do more in a day to reach my goals. Like, and I have some pretty hefty goals, but they don't like, they don't have any goals. And I don't, I, I remember those times and you know, maybe setting a goal is not, not for you. Maybe, maybe this podcast isn't for you and I'm okay with that. But I'm, I'm here to tell you that if you don't have a vision for what you want in the future, if you don't have a goal for something that you want in the future, if you don't have a dream of something better that you want, you're flatlining, man. You're just existing in life. You're sitting on the sidelines and you wonder why you're negative, pissed off and angry all the time. I would venture to guess you're angry, you're pissed off, you're resentful, your whole grudges, like you're doing all of that and you're angry because somebody else is, is making moves and, and doing all these awesome things because you're not and you wish you could. Don't wish you could, do it. Like I'm not saying anybody has to go out and be an author and write a book, although everybody has a story and I think everybody should share their story, whether it's starting your own podcast or writing a book. Write an ebook, share it, tell people like, hey, this is what I went through and this is what I learned. Because I guarantee you there's somebody out there that's going through what you're going through and your experiences would help them get through it. How awesome would it feel to have somebody read, like you could do a short story ebook, you could change your name if you didn't want anybody to know it was you, share it with some folks and they was like, oh my God, I read this story and it changed my life. How would that feel to get that kind of feedback on something? You know, it's, it's, it's amazing to, to have that feedback. I, I got some five-star reviews on, 
on Amazon yesterday or today. Yeah, this morning I checked it and it was up this morning. And she wrote down her favorite quote and said there's a lot of quotes in here that I've, I've got. And I highlighted the majority of the book. But it talked about, you know, without the contrast in life, how would you ever know what it is that you want in life? How are you going to figure out the things that excite you or, or set your soul on fire? Like sometimes contrast is necessary in order to figure out what it is that you want in life. Like you learn from those things when they happen. And so I, I, I just wanted to kind of throw that out there. But, you know, I don't want you guys flatlining in life, man. I want you, I don't want you to just to exist. I don't want you to get up and walk through this life like a zombie, like just walking around dead. You know, there's a, there's a, I can't remember who it was that said it. They said that, or it's actually a statistic, I think, that 80%, 80, 87% of the population is dead and they won't be buried or is dead at the age of 23, but they're not buried until the age of 85. Think about that. 87% of the population dies at the age of 23, but doesn't get buried until 85. That means from the age of 23 to the age of 85, 52 years, you're walking around dead. Your soul is dead. Your dreams are dead. Your vision is dead. Is that you? Are you walking around just existing? When did you flatline? Can we bring you back to life? Can we get the, can we get the paddles out? Can we, like, can we like shock you? Can I give you shaking baby syndrome? Can I grab your shoulders and shake you so hard that, that you're like a bobblehead and make your head bobble around until it rattles your brain enough and, and wakes you the fuck up? Like, what's it going to take? Do you have to hit absolute freaking rock bottom before you say, damn, Gina, I got to do something with my life because this shit sucks. And I can say that honestly because I had to do that. And I don't, I, let me take that back. I didn't have to hit rock bottom. I hit rock bottom before I realized I needed to change. I didn't have the advantage of having a podcast that sat here and told me all of the pitfalls that might come along or things that I didn't recognize as a pitfall happening in my life for me to have an aha moment. I didn't have an aha moment until I was having a fucking stare down with a bottle of sleeping pills, hoping the sleeping pills would win. I don't want that to be you, man. I want you to wake up now. I want you to realize that you have whatever it is it takes to create the life it is that you want. But sitting on the sidelines of life and watching everybody live life to the fullest is not the way to do it. When you're putting everybody else's needs and goals and dreams ahead of your own and you don't care anything about what happens in your life, that's a problem, man. That's a problem. Like I just, I just got off a video call with one of my, my clients and we were talking about, she just got out of a, uh, out of a jacked up relationship and she sent me a text message last week and she was like, I just miss him being here, but I know I need to be stronger and yada, yada, this and yada, yada, that. And I told her and I was like, those days are going to come, man. And I, and I knew what that message meant. I knew that meant that she fell off the wagon and she slept with him. And I understand that pull. I understand that draw because she's in the process of breaking up with her victim right now. She's in 
the growth process of figuring out who she is and who she wants to be. She's in the growth process of realizing that she's good enough and deserves a relationship where he respects her and he honors her and he doesn't talk crazy to her and he doesn't mentally and emotionally abuse her and verbally abuse her. He doesn't use her like a doormat because that's the relationship she's been in. And it's time for her to realize that she deserves something better. So me and her started our journey and today was actually our last, our last coaching session. And it was supposed to be 30 minutes and I think we ended up being on there for like an hour and 15 minutes. But I, I needed her to hear me. I needed to make sure that she understood why things were happening in her life the way they were. And when I broke it down, she was like, oh my God, that makes so much sense. And then she was like, Tammy, that stings. And I was like, I know. I've been there. You know how I know? Because I went through it and I gave her an example of my last situationship because that's what it was. It was a situationship. It was not a relationship, although I'd like to lie to myself and everybody else and say it was a relationship. It was never a relationship. It was a situationship. I did the same things that she was doing. I invested 10 years in that relationship, 10 years, 10 years on and off in that relationship to get the result that I got, which was no relationship at all. No, no respect for what I was bringing to the table because he met me as I was going into the darkest part of my depression. He saw me as that person. And even though he saw me grow and he saw me change and he saw me do all these great things and he was super proud of everything it was that I did, emotionally, he couldn't get, get me out of the past because he saw who I was and he, it just, that was, that's where he left me emotionally. Like he couldn't, he couldn't bring me forward and, and take me into a relationship, a real relationship. He couldn't give me that opportunity. And I had to own my truth. Like I had to walk my talk. Like that's not love. That's not a relationship. Like I deserve to have somebody that is going to show me off to their friends that wants to put, you know, make us Facebook official. Like this is my girl that doesn't care if I'm on their social media, doesn't care that I tag them in pictures. Does it, you know, I've met their kids. I've know their friends. I know their parents if they're still alive because I'm in my 50s. So that's not always the case. But yeah, I mean, you get what I'm saying. And so, you know, as I'm going through this with her and she was like, I've got a lot of work to do. And I was like, all right, boo, let me, let me tell you, like, just because you realize this stuff is going on, like it's, it's not an overnight switch that you can flip and say, okay, I'm all better now. And this is going to be easy. I would love to lie to you and tell you, hey, now that you know this, you can just flip this switch here, flip this switch here, and flip this switch here, and everything's going to be fucking hunky-dory, and life is going to be grand. Nope. There are phases that you have to go through. There are things that you have to acknowledge. There's parts of your past that you're going to have to own up to and say, yep, that happened. Yep, I did it. Yes, it sucked. Yes, this is what I learned. This is what I'm going to change going forward. All of those have got to be a part of it. 
And, and I don't ever want somebody to focus on their past just for the sake of focusing on their past. I want them to look at the biggest events in their past that is causing them the most pain in their present. Like we can't, I, I don't want to dig up and you don't need to dig up every hurtful thing that ever happened to you in your life. That's asinine and retarded and would take forever and we would never get you healed. But if you sit back and you, you, you look in the rear view mirror for a second, you can see key times where the biggest obstacles came and you may have busted your head up against a brick wall and that's when it hurt the most and that's when you realized that you took a turn down a road that you didn't really want to be on but you ended up there anyway and it took you longer to get back on track because you went down that road that's what this journey of breaking up with your inner victim is about that's what flatlining will do for you it's going to take you down those roads to like it's instead of getting on the paved road going from point a to point b you're going to jump off on a dirt road that's got potholes and uh, speed bumps that are too big for your car to get over and you're going to hit that speed bump and you're going to get stuck. You're going to have, you know, flat tires and uh, broken down engines and accidents and, and whatever. And, like, and these are just, you know, metaphors that I'm throwing out. I'm not saying physically those things are going to happen. But you know what I mean? When you, when you get off track and you let life flatline you, that's what happens. It's got to bring you back to life. And in order to bring you back to life, it's got to jolt you. It's like electricity and somebody getting a zapper and, and zapping you going uh, uh, to rattle you awake. Like what if you realized that you're flatlining now and you don't need the electrical jolt to get you back on track? What if you like woke yourself up right now? It's like, you know what? Tammy's got a point. I'm doing exactly what it was she said that her friends or whatever were doing. And like, I'm not okay with that anymore. I, I need to figure out what it is that I want to do with my life. I need to figure out a dream or a vision. What kind of legacy do you want to leave? You know, and, and, and I'm real big on, on legacy. And I'm going to tell you why. There was a, and I, can't, I, I may have told y'all this story before. I don't remember. I've done so many podcasts with you now. <laughs> like uh, 30, this is number 35, 36. Um, but I, I saw this video on Facebook and the grandson was talking to the grandmother. She was dying with cancer, um, or, or maybe just dying of old age. I don't, I don't remember the, what was going on. I want to think, I want to say it was like a, maybe a gold cast, um, video. And so the grandson was wanting was begging the grandmother to hold on. He was going to get her the best doctors. He was going to save her. You know, she was in her late 80s, maybe even been 90. And she was like, no, son, it's, it's time for me to go. Like, I'm ready to go. And um, he's like, no, grandma, I want you to be here. Just, you know, hold on a little longer. I'm going to go get another doctor and we're going to get a second opinion. And she was like, no, baby, like I've lived a long, good life. And it's now it's your turn to live your life. And so she stopped him for a second and she said, do you remember your great grandpa so-and-so? He's like, no, I never, never heard of his name. And she's like, you know why? He's like, no, why? She was like, because he didn't leave you nothing. He didn't leave you nothing to remember him by. He didn't leave you a legacy. He didn't leave you anything. He didn't leave you a home. He didn't leave you anything that would tell you this is my great grandfather so-and-so. And that 
video hit me so hard. And it's been a few years ago since I saw it. I want to say maybe 2013, right around the time that my mom passed. And I think that's the other reason that it hit me so hard was because she she had just, you know, passed on. And uh, I was trying to figure it out, figure out life, because this was another roller coaster, emotional roller coaster that I was on. I gained damn near 30 pounds in 30 days. And life just was I, I was refusing to go backwards. I was I was fighting for life again. Um, fighting to get back on track or not, not necessarily get back on track, but fighting to stay on track because I didn't want to go backwards. And I thought about that, like, what am I leaving my kids? Because my mom, God rest her soul, my mom, her idea was of life was you go to work every day, you make your money, you come home, you pay the bills on time when you can, you make sure that the kids have clothes and food on the table, shoes on their feet, and you work until you retire and then you live off social security and you die. My mom was the epitome of a flatliner. She had no ambitions, no goals in life outside of retiring and living off her social security until she died. And she got exactly what she set up. She got exactly what she put into motion. She succeeded in her goal of working until she retired and then living off social security until she died. And when I say living off Social Security till she died, she would run out of money before the end of the month and she would, she would eat one, one bag of ramen noodles and make it last all day until her next check would come in. She would do that for the whole last week to 10 days of the month because she ran out of money. She didn't know how to budget her money. Her cigarettes and her, and her drugs was more important than her food. Like she was spending over $100 a month in cigarettes. That was it. She had no ambition. She had no belief structure that she could change or she could do anything more. And don't get me wrong, I love my mom with every, with every inch of my soul. And I miss her mama hugs and I miss waking up to her calling me on my birthday and on Mother's Day and on the holidays and being the first one to tell me happy birthday and that she loved me and she couldn't wait to see me for Christmas or, or whatever. You know, I even miss the, the silly conversations we had every time I would get on a plane. It would terrify her because she was, she was afraid to fly. Didn't matter that the statistics show that more people die in a car accident than they ever would die in a plane. But my mom was the epitome of a flatliner, man. I don't want that for you. I don't want that for myself. I don't want that for my kids. I don't want that for my grandkids. I don't want that for anybody. Like, and, it, and I can, let, let's add to... You know, not just living off Social Security, but because, hell, like by the time I get old enough to retire, there may not even be any Social Security. But if you don't have, even if you just go and you live off your retirement money, however meager that is, or maybe you have a, a, a grand retirement plan. Maybe you've got your money sitting in there, but like, what are you going to do when you retire? You know how many, how many elderly people, when they retire, they do nothing and they die sooner because they have nothing else to live for? They have no excitement in life. They have nothing, nothing else to do. Their kids are grown and got their own lives and they don't come by and see them as much anymore. They're not doing something for themselves. They don't have that set up to make their life better. They flatlined long before they died. That's why it was so important to me to get this out right now. Like this particular podcast about flatlining for this week in particular was very specific because I was flatlining before 2010. 
hell, I was still in the flatline mode 2010 to 2012. Even though I was studying to get my personal trainer exam, I was still doing a lot of drugs. I was still doing a lot of alcohol. I was still a 42-year-old stripper trying not to be homeless. Like, I went through that life cycle that fucking sucked. It almost sucked the life out of me. But I had a goal. For the first time in my life, I had a tangible goal or I believed it could possibly just maybe be a tangible goal and then I met somebody that made me want to be a better person which made me study harder study more study faster because I wanted to get out of that life and I wanted to be a better person because I wanted them to be proud of me I wanted to be proud of myself but I couldn't say those words out loud I didn't know how to be proud of me because I had done so much shit that I wasn't proud of I had to figure out how to be proud of myself I had to figure out. Nobody ever taught me how to pat myself on the back. Nobody ever taught me to say, damn, Tammy, good job. Like, you did that shit. I pat myself on the back all the time now. It's not somebody else's job to pat me on the back. Although, when somebody pats me on the back, I am welcoming all of it. Because I am quick to be a cheerleader and pat somebody else on the back, too. Like, everybody needs to be celebrated, and you need to celebrate yourself. Those things are important. I don't want you to be a flatliner, man. If you're not sure how to set up a dream or set up a goal or you're not sure where you are in life right now, you know, and you you hear me talking about like there's eight major areas of life and that you need to rank them one to ten. That's what I call my self-awareness checkup. Well, I put together a self-awareness checkup that I'm giving away for free uh, off of my website at TamieLoftus.com. So you can go there. Click on Get Your Self-Awareness Check up here. I will put, actually, you know what? I will put the link in my show notes. Or you can go to my website, which everyone is easier for you to do. I'm all for it. I want you to go download the Self-Awareness Checkup. It gives you the wheel. I give you the instructions on what to do and how to, it's a, it's a mini goal setting. Uh, it's a mini goal setting exercise for you to at least start somewhere. And I'm gonna keep doing little mini things like that to give you guys more information, to give you more tools in order to get you to the next level. Uh, there's, there's actually a whole mini course on the self-awareness thing, but um, this, is, this is just a good start to get you started. And as I get more of it put together, I'm gonna add it and we will get you guys going in the right direction. Okay. Uh, thank you guys so much for showing up again and, and listening to my heart and listening to my podcast each and every week. And like I said, I'm sitting outside and it, they, some of these cars going behind me are kind of loud. So I apologize for the, for the background noise, but it just feels good to be outside, you know, feel the fresh air, feel the wind in my face, blowing through my hair and just feels good to be alive and not flatlining. <laughs> uh, so Again, I just want to recap just a little bit. Don't be a flatliner. Like, figure out what it is you want and go after it until you achieve it. Like, set a goal, have a dream, have a vision, and make it big and make it audacious and make it crazy fun and go do that. The world needs more people like that. The world needs more people that are dreamers and going after their dreams with, with reckless abandon until they achieve them. You've got it within you to do that. 
also, don't forget all of the bonus podcasts that I've got going on this week. So it will start on the 27th. There'll be one podcast every day all the way up until the 4th when the big launch of my book, Dear Victim, It's Time for Us to Break Up Now. It's a story of empowerment through forgiveness, strength, and love. It's a big launch on July 4th where I will be dropping the price of my book in order to entice all of my wonderful listeners and everybody else to go help me reach my big dream goal of being Amazon bestseller. Um, I will also be announcing the big contest for or the big giveaway if, remember, the stipulation is I have to hit bestseller on Amazon. So if I hit bestseller on Amazon, I am going to give away a trip that you might even need a passport for. So <laughs> I am looking, uh, I'm, I'm narrowing down those options, narrowing down those choices now. I will make that big announcement on the second. So be ready for it, be listening, okay? Uh, if you have not joined my Life Awakening podcast group, I will put that link in the pot in my show notes too. You can search for me uh, on all of my social media, hashtag Callie Tammy, uh, and you can find me there. I also have a life awakening group, which is my personal development group where I teach you all of these tips and tools uh, and give you more tangible things to do inside of there and helping you grow, helping you grow on your journey to life awakening. So with that, I want to say thank you again. I appreciate you guys to the moon and back and I, oh shoot, I almost forgot one more thing. I have got several podcasts that I got interviewed on. Uh, I the CP, CQP queen, uh, Miss LaShonda Belton, she interviewed me for her podcast, and so it's going to be airing next week. Also, I'm going to be on a little bit of everything with me, with Angelique. I'm going to be on, I'm getting interviewed with her podcast on Wednesday. I'm not sure what day she'll be airing that. It'll be sometime between now and the 4th. Uh, I also am getting interviewed for the All Shift podcast. Uh, on Thursday, I think. I want to say it's Thursday. It might be tomorrow. I'm getting all my days confused because I got so many. Uh, I'll be getting interviewed on his podcast uh, this week and also air before the 4th. And then I think I've got one more, maybe two more podcast interviews coming up this week on top of the other ones that I'm doing uh, just to be, you know, promoing for the book to try and reach as many people as we can. Because, I, guys, I really... And, and yes, I have a prejudice opinion because this is my damn book and I think it's the bomb.com. But I like just the, the, the reviews that I'm getting from people, like people I don't even know that are reviewing my book and saying that they can't put it down and that it's real and it's raw and it's tangible and it's going to help change your soul. And that's, that's my whole goal, my guys. I just, I want to get this book in your hands. I want to help you. I want you to see that if I can do it, you can do it too. So now I'm really leaving this time. I love you guys to the moon and back. And I will see you on Thursday for the first day of the seven day podcast blast. See you soon. Bye bye now.